0: What's up? Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Big day here at CHGO. Got a couple new friends here on the... uh, and They're already opening up beers. I mean, why not? Let's go. We have an awesome new sponsor. Goose Island is on board as our official beer sponsor at CHGO.
1: That's right, baby.
0: Oh, man. This is going to have fun this one.
1: So delicious.
0: We are so excited about this partnership. Um, And for those of you watching on YouTube, got to see our awesome video. It's all over social media. Um, If you are listening to the podcast, go find it. It's on pretty much all of our Twitter accounts. You can find it. Um, And we had fun shooting that last week. The Goose Island Tap Room, over on Fulton, by the United Center, a little tucked away. I didn't, honestly didn't even know what was over. It's,
2: things are things are changing here. I've got goose. I got goosebumps. I've got tears. Oh, I got, he's got goosebumps. You oh, like it? You geez. like it? Oh. Just came to me too. Ah, ah. You get a hunk for that. <laughs> Straight organic. I'm mean, getting a little goosey. The goose is loose. This is huge. Uh, congratulations to uh, CHGO Goose uh, Island. And join us. Let's go. Yeah, I guess mean, I felt That's nice. a loaf, right over there. <laughs> Lawrence, cheers. There we go. You got the. We got. We got gear. I'm on the coffee. Um, it was. It was an awesome day being over there. And I. by for the record, I have never had that cool of a conversation with any of my friends that Peck and Big Dave had. It never goes that nice and seamless and you want to hang out you want to do this and just you know (laughs) cool see you like all the right words (laughs) and then you're just on your way i've never had that in my life those guys are on another level
3: maybe now that we have goose we can have more of those seamless cool conversations and you know just just have a good time like they were and that's what we do every day here that's true
2: yeah, but our conversations are never that cool. Like, hey, what's up? Like, we're you know, we yeah, I, I don't, I never come correct. Like, like those two just did. <laughs> it's always a little awkward with me. I mean, I'm they're, working are, on it. they're in Paris meeting Joakim Noah right now. Yeah, like, they're having they're that having a week. That was the 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 Matt Pack Joakim Noah hug Embrace. moment was the, maybe the greatest thing I've ever seen in the history of of sports media. Slash, I mean, oh my god, it's talk about meeting your heroes and, and having it not in any way, shape, or form, disappoint. That was amazing.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool. Check it out uh, on uh, the CSGO Bulls Twitter account. Um, They're having fun out there in Paris as the Bulls play today. This Goose Island thing I'm really excited about, guys. Um, First of all, I mean, what's more Chicago than Goose Island, right? What a perfect fit for us here at CSGO. But, you know, growing up where I did, sort of on the Lincoln Park-Old Town border, we used to be able to walk over to – like the original Goose Island Brewery, actually, that is where I watched the Music City Miracle. I still have that like memory in my brain. Wow, that's I a cool watched that game um, at the Goose Island Brewery. So yeah, kind of extra special for me. Used to go there all the time as a kid. Goose Island has just grown and grown
2: and grown. Well, and they were right in the thick of the Cody Parkey meltdown. Let's have a kicking <laughs> contest, and <That's> right. so. <laughs> I went, went over there, saw everybody in Chicago try to step up and beat Cody Parkey. Nobody could do it. It was pouring down snow. I mean, this, the Chicago and the uh, and the Goose and the Joe, it's just a perfect connection. So it's, it's super exciting for all of us today. Super exciting for me. Yeah, I'm like really
3: what, looking forward to the Bears tailgates. I like what
2: Outlander just said. He said, need a floose island stout.
1: I mean, oh. island stout.
2: I mean, floose and the Goose and the, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's,
3: it's a match made in heaven right there.
0: Well, we Love do it. have the uh, Blackhawks pale ale mm-hmm. and yeah. the Bulls city IP, uh three one two. These are right here, yeah, actually. They're right, right
3: in front of you. Yeah. I haven't tried. Uh, actually, I have this had them both. The yeah. a sweet can too. Like, the the
2: Bulls true. one, uh, personal taste, straight, unbelievable. Hawks one, delicious too. But I, I, the Bulls one, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Um, this is and this one's delicious, and that one's delicious. There's no no lack of deliciousness. Okay.
0: Um, let's jump into some bears talk as we celebrate our goose Island partnership. You'll be hearing a lot more, uh, from them. And I want to stress too, this is going to go beyond just ad reads on a daily basis. Like this is going to be a big deal for us. Hopefully, you know, events we do down the road, big things in the works with CHGO and goose Island. So we're really excited about this today.
2: Goose for you at our tailgate events, all that. Yep. Mm,
3: Yep.
0: Um, now, We're still kind of in the fallout of the Kevin Warren hire, the press conference the other day. Interested to see what changes are made. I think we also got to remember that he really isn't starting yet.
3: So In his mind, he is. He's already started, but mid-April is where he'll actually officially start his position.
0: You know, we're not going to see major changes by, like, Monday. Everyone –
2: Damn it. And and even when he starts in April, I guess – I mean, I don't know how we're gonna know what exactly what he's doing. That's gonna be a lot of behind the scenes stuff.
3: There's not gonna be a stadium built like by April like uh, what?
2: Well that will be there will be a lot of conversation about that actually, but not true. the actual stadium itself. That's true. I guess that's the main thing to monitor. But he's shaking up the whole thing, man. This is uh we got we got new leadership. This is gonna be a different it's gonna be a different scene at Hallis Hall.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think so. I'm more intrigued though by you walking in here. I guess I walked in here and you were like, I know who the Bears are drafting. So you seem like you were really (laughs) proud of yourself, like you had some type of insight, and and then like you like had this new idea where like we could do every day where we know who the Bears are drafting. I'm like, that's gonna last two days. It's gonna be Will
2: Anderson or Jalen Carter. Well, I okay, my (laughs) my two draft thoughts today, if I may. Let's go back to last off season. Okay. Going back. What, did the, what did the Bears prioritize? Joby. That's correct. Larry Ogunjobi. Yes. That's a good point. They, 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 they went out with a $26 million offer to Larry Ogunjobi, and Ryan Pulse felt terrible and once he saw the physical that he couldn't do it. So that's the position that he prioritized. Mm-hmm. That's what he needed for the defense. Yep. Does that not scream to you that Jalen Carter – is a significant favorite, and if I had to bet today, January the 19th, I will put my money down that that will be their selection in some way, shape, or form. Okay. I think when you tie into what's happened to this point and the likelihood of them trading out and who they would target, I would, I would bet on Carter. That's my prediction on January 19th. Jalen Carter will be a bear.
3: Yeah, and then you think of like the comments that Ibra has mentioned throughout the season, the engine that makes his defense run, right? It's a three-tech. The penetrator, the guy that they didn't have this season, and because they thought it was going to be Ogundjioyi, and they, like you said, failed the physical, couldn't sign him. I mean, I see the logic. I connect the dots there, Mark. Where Where you going I with? I mean,
2: I'm, we're not going super deep here. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, done. but here's the thing, though. Yeah. Free
0: agency happens before True. The draft. Yeah. So what if they just Deron buy Payne. that three technique like they tried to do last year with Joby?
2: Yeah, they, that's certainly a possibility. They could address it in free agency and. Uh, and 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 by the way, Daniel Cho, I don't think it's the most super bold it takes. I'm just telling you that that's where I'm at today. Uh, but here. Here's my other thought, just the, which is of, of equal non-boldness, but yet just playing it around, which could play in Carter, or this is where it doesn't work out for Carter in my mind. He's got to pit the Colts and the Texans against each other, right? That's Poles' main job. I've got the one. You both need quarterbacks. Hello. Who wants to pay the most? So if he makes a deal, let's say, with Houston, and they just go down to two, there's no way that the Colts are then, I would just think that his buddy, Chris Ballard is not going to be like, well, sure, I'll deal with you two, even though we're getting the, the second prize. So then if he actually makes a deal with Houston and they flip, I think he trades out of two with somebody else further down the line, Carolina or whoever. And if he wants to do the double pick, and say he addresses the three tech in free agency. So my one to two, two to four, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm backing off on that take. I think one to two, two to somewhere is more likely if, if there is, if, I, if he does something as wild as trading twice.
0: Super chat from Brandon here $5. Uh, what happens when the Bears trade down to four and then the Texans draft Anderson and the Cardinals draft Carter?
3: Oof.
2: Not happening. Texans are taking a quarterback, right?
3: I mean, Davis Mills, like, come on. That's, that's not your future there. You have to. If you're going up to that position. But
0: it all like I, really? it all depends on what these teams think about these quarterbacks. I mean, if the Texans only like Bryce Young and the Colts go up and draft Bryce Young, they're not gonna reach for Will Levis. Unless, if they think there's a generational three technique there, if they don't like Will Levis, they're not going to draft Will Levis. It's possible. It's hey, possibly. we only
2: like, but if you, if that's how they're, if that's their position, then I think they'll pay even more to get up and not get beat. Um, the,
0: the other thing, too, is that people need to understand is, like, Caleb Williams is in the draft next year. It looks like a strong quarterback draft, maybe
2: even better than this one. You... Sure, if you want, if you're willing to punt on another year and be at the uh, and be at the top of the draft.
0: Well, I just think it factors into the equation. We got plenty of
2: plenty of beer to drink. If <laughs> <we need> to.
0: <laughs> I just think it factors into the equation of how desperate teams are going to be to get up there. And I'm just not sold. I think I think there's definitely going to be a team that look. I think Will Levis and C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young are all first round picks. There was a draft we know well, where Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes ten and twelve didn't go until ten and Mm twelve. Okay, and there was just one team that reached for Mitch Trubisky. You know, I'm just
1: sure these things get weird. All it takes is one team,
3: though. Like you said, one team made that that mistake.
1: Yeah, there are 32 teams. Maybe maybe the Bears can find the one that's not themselves. I mean, I would. What if the Texans get uh, good, Derek Carr to good go along question. with
2: David? You know, there'd be a sort of family connection. Yeah, okay. there. there you go. Do well. It's
3: a good s-
1: question.
2: Since we're bringing up Derek Carr, do we think that Tom Brady is staying in Tampa?
1: Apparently, well, what, uh, He just, just got Leftwich fired. Yeah, or? they got
3: they fired Leftwich. There's a bunch of change happening in Tampa. But is that because Tom Brady's coming back and wants? I thought Leftwich and Brady were close though. That's what I thought. Yeah, I don't. You see the Grunk and Cap Grunk. Gronk wants to come back too, depending on what. Depending
2: what on how many ads he gets to do in the next year. Yeah, whatever. True? Uh, I'm just, the reason why I'm saying it though is if they do move on from Brady, Derek Carr's a natural fit in Tampa. I would think. I yeah. mean,
1: can we talk about his ad for uh, what is it the the Navy the credit the credit union? What is it? Yeah, the Navy Credit Union. Where he's basically just trying to like pretend he's a military person or something, or like yeah. that's, he's trying to, you know,
2: cheat the system.
0: I think those are funny ads. Is it? Yeah.
2: (laughs) I like Lawrence Benedetto's moral compass.
1: (laughs) But they tell him no. Be better, Gronk. But I I want to... Where can't (laughs) I get that deal? (laughs) 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 It's
0: just funny. It's just a bit. (laughs) My
3: goodness.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Lawrence has an ability to raise the bar and, be, and or slash be bothered by things that might not get to other people because he sees the hypocrisy or the yeah. it's usaa it is deep level yeah, of thinking I think there i think i had the wrong one. yeah i i was trying to figure out Derek carr's ad and i wasn't i wasn't following so yes that added that i ad just played too much if it had been if it had played like four times we would have been good it was just it was <laughs> it was ubiquitous that ad um the ravens
0: got rid of greg roman Mm. that's a big deal um
1: so do i do we know. need to put a call in for what lamar i
2: don't know how oh, about the offensive oh, I'll
0: start you. shit right now well, <laughs> i'll start one
2: more shit who, who <laughs> well, is I'll start, shit. I'll start one more shit who is uh <laughs> who's vic fangio interviewing with the falcons
0: yes little ryan pace connection there you tell where all me the you X- Bears
2: go. You tell me you wouldn't want to flip, uh, and I like Allen Williams. I've said it a thousand times on this show, but you tell me you wouldn't want to flip Allen Williams for Vic Fangio? So you want to switch back to Night the to defense they just switched yeah. out of. Yeah, it was a good defense. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Vic Fangio. Not yeah. a lot of the players here who played <laughs> uh, good in the 4-3 anyway.
3: So. To
0: answer your question, <laughs> yes, I would do that in a heartbeat. No, it won't happen. Okay, Faloos right. is, is not going to run a totally different defensive scheme from what he's ran his entire life
2: who was just uh oh was Clay Harbor who was tweeting around about how Matt Nagy you know didn't get to run his system and I've heard it we've heard it a million times that he just you know Mitch wasn't the right guy for his system it's the same thing with I I, I, enough with the systems (laughs) (laughs) give me take your players and put them in a position to win
0: right right and and if your system needs Patrick Mahomes to work, there's that's something wrong with your system. That's right. a bad system, right?
2: There's one Patrick. Well, no, he didn't. He, Mitch wasn't the right guy to run his system. Hey, the, this there. There's no the system for Justin Fields is to make sure you construct an offense that is is a dual threat that scares the living bejesus out of the team that he's going to take off at any second. It's not one that he's going to sit in the pocket and and be uh, Peyton Manning back there. So. You, I don't know. That makes my Lots head explode. The system. <laughs> Lots of thoughts. Get out of here.
0: Um, take quick time out, and then we got a good interview coming up with Already? Chris Zorich, because uh, Karma got a chance to talk to him. But first, you notice all the stuff here. Goose Island, mm-hmm. three one two mm-hmm. Blackhawks Pale mm-hmm. Ale, three one two. Lawrence is hitting the honk <coughs> a lot. Uh, C.H.O. is now supported by Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer, since 1988. Uh, the Blackhawks Pale Ale is a limited re- release, so you should go out and check it as soon as possible. Um, and because the Hawks and Goose Island Beer Company have been neighbors for 25-plus years, Goose Pub is open in the United Center for almost 10 years now. The Tap Room is a pregame destination. We were there last week. place is awesome. Oh, people, check okay. it out! Somewhere we got to share that photo
3: of the Bears crew. I got it scheduled already, guys. Head of you.
0: Well, you should send it to our producer <laughs> so he okay. can put it up okay. on let's our show that we're tweet. doing. Um It's a pretty sweet photo, though. RG came through.
2: Let our RG R- did a phenomenal job, but let's just let's just underline the brilliance of Nicholas Moriano. Already got it scheduled. Using a phone that somehow was able to record Adam Hogue and kevin warren and make it look amazing A phone dude See, dude, dude is an individual dude is just straight not playing yeah some um. people say that theo's the goat off the field in this town i say nick <laughs> i
0: appreciate you mark <laughs> uh goose island also has the bourbon county stout christmas ipa beer hug ipa green line i love the green line green mm-hmm. Line's always good mm-hmm. um and they're gonna be an awesome partner. We are have some events coming up with them. Can't wait. Goose Island's two local locations are open, ready to welcome you. Grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room, eighteen hundred West Fulton, or get a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brewhouse. That's my spot. Damn it, eighteen hundred North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to GooseIsland.com/slash/locations. Goose Island Beer Company. Honk, honk! There we go. Oh. That's where the honk, honk. Look at those! Ah, ah. Look at those good-looking.
2: Is that staged? Or are we actually that happy at that point?
0: Yeah. What were we talking about? I mean, right it looks like you guys are just gazing into my eyes as I. You're you know, the only one with the hot dog. You're. you really. You just want my portillo. Yeah, that's what it is. You're just eyeing up my portillo. Is there? Could there be a more Chicago photo than that? <laughs> I don't think so. Just. Four Chicago guys I mean, really, inside Goose Island talking about the bears eating portillos.
2: I mean it's it like was, basically a Saturday Night Live skit. We really look like we like each other there. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I mean Braggs is the happiest I've ever seen him. Nick, you look so incredibly curious. Myself as well. And Cole, oh, you're just spitting knowledge apparently. Look at this.
3: I'm very proud of us in this figure. <laughs> Love it. It's great. Yeah. Candid. Great photo. All right, guys. I have to tell everybody about private internet. We
0: need a caption contest for that photo. Oh, that's that's Maybe. a good one. I
3: <laughs> well, like that. Here, this uh, super
1: chat from uh, that one guy's five dollars super chat. Thank you, sir. Absolutely love you guys. Not to offend, but it makes me smile. Without his glasses, I think Hogue looks like an adult Phineas from <laughs> Phineas
2: and Herb. I, I
3: <laughs> there I mean, you go. <laughs> All. <laughs> Close
2: up. Now we're like. Is that a Luca like? We're like in our bed our with friend. Hogue right now. That's that's what it looks like at 3 a.m. He's just Okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> not wearing the glasses. How the many 312s have you had? He's just I chilling. i the
0: glasses on the show so I can read your <laughs> comments on that screen.
2: All right. I, I so mean, an old man. Can you break down the last part of that super chat, please? Anybody? Yeah, I think I, a couple I,
1: Phineas and Herb is, is I was
3: way Herb, too old. Phineas, so maybe maybe Nick watched I, it. I didn't watch, but I can I can pull up a No, we don't need it. No. I if don't know. Didn't I don't Herb. know what Phineas and Ferb it's is. Anyone it's, it's Herb
1: or Casey, you a Phineas and Herb person? I know who Herb Lawrence is. No? no.
0: It's a
3: show. It, it is a show. Cartoon, That's right uh,
1: that is helpful. it's a show on Disney. All right back to AdReads. What are we talking about, Nick? Private
3: internet, yes, guys, with all these local blackouts. Have you ever struggled to watch the Bears here at home? Live in Indiana? Sorry, Will. Uh, stuck in the Colts market, or even worse, Wisconsin and the Packers? Ooh. No one deserves that, especially this year. An incredible virtual private network, VPN, like Private Internet Access, can fix that for you. Private Internet Access helps you change your IP address's location to provide an extra layer of security when finding your favorite content. <laughs> Would you ever just hand your phone or laptop off to just anyone And let them peruse your search history? No. Might have you rethink some habits. Stop internet service providers from invading your privacy and profiting off your data. Private internet access is the world's most transparent VPN. And with over 30 million downloads, you know you'll be able to trust them to keep your online life private. A single subscription allows you to protect up to 10 devices at once. I know a ton of our fans at home and abroad have been looking for an assist like this. To watch Chicago sports for a while. I'm so excited we found private internet access. So, if you want to enjoy all the benefits of private internet access, now's the time to subscribe. Head to www.piavpn.com forward slash bears and get an 83% discount. Seriously, 83%. That's just $2.03 a month. And you'll get four extra months completely free. But you must go to www.piavpn.com piavpncom forward slash bears for a truly private digital life. One last time. I'll get it right this time. w dot forward slash bears.
2: Can we just. Whew, good work. Can we put a Twitter poll up? Who's more love? Us, the Bears crew and or Matt Peck and Joakim. I think we're I think that's a that's a close battle right there. I don't know, the, the, oh,
3: peck, the, Paris,
2: yeah, that's the,
0: the peck and Joe Keem hug. Is
2: peck and Joe and Noah,
1: it's, it's the hug.
0: I can't it, tell yeah. if it's real love or awkwardness.
1: It's probably yeah, a little
0: awkwardness.
2: Yeah. I mean, love can be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Mark speaks the truth. That's,
0: that's actually true. <laughs> All right. Um, well, the first person Kevin Warren mentioned in his introductory press conference the other day was Chris Zorich. X Bears linebacker, Notre Dame guy, um, Chicago guy, right? And he was the first client, Kevin Warren. So Mark Carmen, because he's so good at his job, <laughs> said, good. "Hey Chris, want want to want to come on the CHGO Bears podcast?"
2: And Chris Zorich said yes because he loves CHGO, and uh, we are. We're building a relationship with Zorch. We plan on to come training camp. We're gonna look, get a little more Zorch. But yeah, what, the whole interview is up on our YouTube page. But we, but we, you know, snipped Not out. Not yet. It. It'll be up a little later. Oh, it'll be up I a little later. I figured we'd it'll you know, eventually debut it here. But we're de- Yeah, we're debuting right now. Thanks, Lawrence. Um, for th- uh, my bad. But we are debuting right now a significant uh, middle portion of it, and so yeah, this is starting on on Zorich answering do you actually think that the bears are going to the bears being the mccaskey and the family are they actually going to let kevin warren come in shake things up do his job and and get out of the way and here's the start of our conversation with chris Orch.
4: well first thing is if not they're crazy then why hire him right but when you really look at it you're talking about 30 years of doing something one way and instantly it's not going to change overnight i mean we've we've been around. I mean, the idea is that change doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. And so Kevin talked about having a chance to interview or talk to uh, each employee of the bears. You know, Hey, how can we be successful? If you were part of the McCarthy family, what would you do in order to win? I mean, these are things that I'm sure he did not only when he went to the Vikings, but when CEOs take over businesses, They don't walk in and the next day, everything's different. They walk in and literally do a listening tour. So when I became the athletic director at Chicago state, that's what I did. I walked around, I had a meeting with each employee and asked them the same thing Kevin's asking, why aren't we successful? What can we do in order to be successful? And I think those are the important things that you have to do when you're coming into a situation like this and really any situation you have to listen. I mean, good leaders listen. And if you have a great idea, although you may be the janitor or you may be the, uh, the 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 interim soccer coach, as in my case, and you have an idea and it's good, why not use it? Even even though I didn't think about, I mean, I have to put my ego aside in order for us to be successful. And I think Kevin kind of summed up summed it up perfectly. He works for them. Right. He's not the president. He's not beating his chest and, like, Hey, I'm the president, CEO. He said, he's a servant leader and he's going to serve the people in House hall. I think that's, that's, that's a different. Um, it's very different than what they've had in the past as a media person in the room. I don't know about you personally, but a lot of folks were kind of fired up and if he can get the cynical media in Chicago fired up, then what about his future employees? What about guys on the team? What about people on the board? I mean, this is what you heard from Kevin yesterday was who he is as a man. And again, he's a little bit older, wiser, but that was the same speech I heard 30 years ago.
2: And so... I think the main reason why he's here, Chris, is because of the stadium and getting them into the next facility as grandiose as possible. And, you know, making it similar to what happened in Minnesota, but then I'm listening yesterday and he's saying that, I don't know when I'm talking with Ryan Poles, it'll be like a husband and wife having a discussion. So do you think that he'll want to sort of be in the mix around who the bears are drafting or what free agents and, or, or is it more like, hey, have we done our full due diligence on this guy? Let, let's let, you know, if you go back in time, the Bears didn't talk to Deshaun Watson when they drive to Mitch Trubisky, which is like, how did that, how did you not even talk to the dude who beat Alabama in the championship game? That can't be possible, <laughs> but the Bears did it. So I, like, maybe he's just like, hey, I, I get you your hot on Mitch, but maybe you should also talk to this dude. Maybe he's doing that. Or maybe he's actually like, you know, he says that he watches all the football, so maybe he wants to actually, you know, be a part of some evaluations. I'm, I, I'm, I was a little confused as to what his role in his mind will be.
4: Well, I think if you kind of dig a little deeper, and obviously they didn't have an org chart at, at the press conference, but we're told that football will report, polls will report to Kevin, and so anything that Kevin has responsibility for, he will make sure it will be successful. And I say that because. I know for a fact that he will be the first person in the building at Howell's Hall and he'll be the last person to leave. And there have been a couple times when he's been in Minnesota, again, I know this for a fact, that he's had suits in his closet at the Vikings facility because he's had to spend all night, slept on the couch, had meetings in the morning, dressed his teeth, whatever, boom, he's out there having meetings. When you talk about that type of dedication you know he's his area is going to be successful so when i say i don't again i don't there there wasn't an org chart but the idea if football reports to him as everything else will it will be as successful as possible and again it's not that hey he understands football he was a football player but the idea of he's been around football for over 20 years in the nfl at the highest level and oh by the way. He was also on the other side, so he understands how players feel about organizations. He understands how players should be treated and respected by by organizations. So he's done kind of everything else except had this presidential role with an NFL team, which I think is vitally important, right? And when you look at what he's done recently with the Big Ten, who in the world, and, and, and I've been in collegiate athletics, and... Before you hear a move that happens, you hear rumors about something. But I could guarantee you, you probably didn't—you probably were as surprised as everybody else was when you found out that USC and UCLA are going to join the Big Ten. I mean, it was like, what? Wait, wait, what happened? There were no rumors or nothing. So you're you're able to do that. You're able to put together an eight billion dollar deal for media rights deal for the for the Big Ten, and really, he's the perfect person for this job at the at the right time. Do you think he wants to be the NFL commissioner someday? I think he wants to be the president of the Chicago Bears, and I think if that's something that that may happen or could happen, that'd be great. But I think, as we had a chance to hear, I mean, he has passion about Chicago. He has passion about winning for the fans of Chicago, for the administration, for George Halas, for the for the McCaskey family, for the alumni, for the for everybody, and. I mean, I was sitting there kind of laughing and excited and smiling because, again, this is the Kevin that, that I know and love, but he finally had a chance to kind of present himself to the Chicago media, and y'all were fired up. And so even if nothing else, if he didn't win a game for that moment in time, for, those, for that hour and a half, y'all were fired up because it was something different than what we were used to at Hellas Home. And and, and 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 it wasn't a coach, right? Because oftentimes, and, and this is the, the funny thing, it's like, well, you, you kind of mentioned in the beginning, is this one of your most exciting moments for the Bears? And you think about it, and you compare an organization like the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I use this because this is a great example. And I'm sure you would know this, but how many head coaches do you think that the Pittsburgh Steelers have had since 1969?
2: Three? Mike, am I right?
4: Three. Yeah. Three. (laughs) Unlike the Chicago Bears, I mean, it seems like every two years we're we're popping up, every two, three years, we're popping up new coaches. And so when you say this much excitement hasn't really been around since you've hired a great head coach, but, oh, that's kind of the norm. And you haven't done this in the past 30 years. So I think that's why everybody's excited. No, no doubt. And. You know, hopefully
2: the, what you're talking about with the media being excited, we, we're, we're reflecting the fan base. Like that's, 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 absolutely the, that that's the goal. I thought that, you know, just a media touch thing that nobody cares about, but just shows his sort of understanding of the room. He, uh, I've never met Kevin Warren. I asked him a question. Good, good to see you, Mark. Like, you know, he, he like that, those little things just show relationship. It matters. That stuff matters.
4: And and, and it's the small things. In order to be successful at anything, you have to take care of the small things. I was fortunate enough to be involved in a national championship with the University of Notre Dame with Coach Holtz. And it was about taking care of 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 the little things. And those are these life lessons that we've learned as athletes going through Notre Dame is that in order to be successful, you have to take care of the little things. And if the little things is acknowledging someone who's asking him a question. He's saying, hey, guess what? I respect you. Now you, you can respect me as well. And he, he mentioned your first thing. And so those are the small things that you'll see that people might not notice. So you noticed it. I'm sure other folks that address him that may have never met him before have noticed it as well. But again, this is part of who he is. And he's been around enough teams. He's been around the media that this isn't oh, he's just doing this because he's a president now. This is what Kevin was doing. This is what he taught us way back in the day as his clients. And so the idea is that he practiced what he preaches. Did he
2: ever talk to you like, man, if, and I, I guess, and I asked him this and he was like, the only person I ever spoke to this to was his wife. But uh, did you ever, maybe if he didn't say, just get the sense that, you know, when Ted moves along, Kevin would want this job badly. Did that ever cross your mind?
4: Oh, no. And and, and I was really surprised because he, he was a rock star at the Big Ten. Uh, I thought he was doing great work. Uh, people give him a hard time because he shut down half the football season, getting death threats and all that crazy stuff. But, I mean, no one had a playbook for that. And he was doing the, the best interest of the – 10,000 student athletes that, that he was over. And I think he addressed that when someone asked him about Justin Field said, Oh, Hey, you know, he's on the team. He's the quarterback now. <laughs> I was like, man, I would have done the same thing as a player. Like I wanted to play as a player. I wanted to play. And i pissed off and I want to play.
2: Right. And erring on the side of caution in his shoes at the time made a whole lot of sense. And then he got further information and, whatever made it it, which which i
4: think and i don't need to cut you off mark but which shows to you what what type of leader he is okay so he could have said you know what i'm gonna stand with my decision a hundred percent and even if he got the information his ego may have said you know what i made this decision you know a lot of people are going to be upset they may think i'm wavering you know no you know what i'm i'm gonna stick to my guns No, he listened. And I think that's what's important. What we talked about before, when you're a good leader, when you look at great leaders, they listen because they don't know anything. And it's that ego that they can put on the side and say, you know what, Mark, I don't know something. You know it a lot better than me. Can you teach me or can you help me on this project? Can you help me do this? And he's willing to put that ego aside in order to do that. And I think that's important. It's a great
2: point. And that's like for those of us who become adults at some point in our life. And I say those of us because some of us never do to be able to say you're right and and just own it. Like last night, I'm sitting there. Were you texting all the way down when you were driving? Yes, I was. <laughs> and you're right. I shouldn't. I was. Right. I could. I could give you all the I was being carefuls. Not a good choice. You're right. It's not. Thank you. Uh, no problem. I was wrong. Um, and, and,
4: and but but when a person kind of mans up for that like 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 you i mean your friends your buddies wife whoever the idea of being able to admit you're wrong is important because that means that you're securing yourself that means that you know hey you're you're able to to own up to the responsibility of being wrong and guess what when you're when you're wrong you learn or you you, you should learn from it right and so all All of these success stories you heard about, perfect one is Michael Jordan. He was cut from his high school team, right? I mean, these are you learn from your mistakes or you learn from adversity. And so if we lived in a society where everything was perfect, guess what? We wouldn't have a lot of good leaders
2: uh, let me let me wrap up with this when I you know, came up and tell you the, at the press or afterwards, you. You said something which I, I. If you're not comfortable with this, we won't, we won't go any further. But you were like no, basically we'll like the
4: presser, then. I mean,
2: you, no. But you were just like, you know, hey, like the the bears don't even know who they hired. Like they don't know how good of a hire this is. So maybe just underline like what you think is coming with Kevin as the president and CEO.
4: Sure, and they've done the research. Like they they, they, they had a good search firm. They did their due diligence. Okay, but. The 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 person you should have on, the person that knows everything, is his assistant May, who's been with him since he started, right? She was she was employee number one. I was client number one, right? So, like literally in the back of his wife's dad's barbecue restaurant, he had this tiny office and they shared a table. And he would answer the phone, Kevin Warren and associates, and may his assistant may would be laughing, like, oh now I'm an associate now. This is great, right? But that's the person that that you, you can really understand and know who Kevin is, right? But And I'm sure that they obviously had a chance to, to talk to her, but when, when I say they don't know who they have, I mean, I've known Kevin for 30 years. He's not changed. He's been a great person, great leader, great mentor for me, inspired me to go to law school. And they now have an individual like that who inspires people who respects people, who goes beyond the call, who's going to be the hardest worker in the building. Yes, you have great athletes that are paying millions and millions of dollars, but I guarantee you, and I say this, and I I know this is going to be true because I'm laughing, he's going to be the first person. If it's 4 o'clock in the morning, you're going to see Kevin's car parked out there. And if it's 9, 10, o'clock in the morning, you're still going to see his car out there. So when you have an individual who is made up of that type of character, who understands his responsibilities and is willing to go the the extra mile. I mean, he mentioned taking uh, folks from the Big 10 to uh, Selma, Alabama. I mean, who does that? And I know people can, but he did it. And so, I mean, the, the idea of this is not just, hey, I'm the commissioner of the Big 10, look what I did. This is a learning experience for those around him and those who entrust uh, their their sports team. And so, again, he may not win a game period during this his tenure, let's say, but you are gonna get somebody who's going to work the hardest in that building. And when he's in control of the organization, you're gonna do nothing but have success because at the end of the day, people are gonna wanna emulate what he's doing, right? As I, when I was, I was like, man, I want to be like Kevin. I want to go to law school. I want to do the things that he's done because he's done it the right way and he's successful. I want to be like him. And I was 22. That was very very impressionable. So,
2: where'd you go to law school? Congratulations on doing that.
4: Uh, the, the University of Notre Dame. I didn't, I didn't stray very far. <laughs> undergrad, played for the. Well, then this is the funny part. Like I retired and then I was 27, 28. And then went to law school. Like, who does that? Like, I didn't have a chance to, like, go, you know, go to Bali, Bali. I mean, I didn't have a chance to take a little vacation. I literally finished the season, and then next May I was enrolled in law school. So, I mean, excuse me, next uh, September I was enrolled in law school, which was insane.
2: That, that, that's yeah, – hey, man, it's a, that's a driven Chris Orange. It's part of the reason why you got to the NFL. It's part, seriously, it's Very part true. of the reason why you played at Notre Dame. It's part of, the, you know, the highest level in college, you made it to the pros lasted over half a decade. How many guys can say that in life? About, I don't know, less very than true. 1% to 1%. You were in the most exclusive country club on the planet. I'm extremely jealous. Congratulations.
4: <laughs> it's Thank it's you amazing. I, I appreciate And, and what, what some of that focus was from Kevin. And so, I, I mean, I know that sound like a broken record, but I'm just excited. I feel like a proud dad, right? Because the idea that now people are going to have a chance to kind of see the type of person that Kevin is, but more importantly, what the end result will be, and it will be success. And, and he, he he's going to do it the right way.
2: Right, last one here. I, I kept you twice as long as I said, so I, I appreciate oh, all the fine. time. You're doing. fine. You're fine. Uh, well, let's just talk about the alumni part because you know I did uh, you know the Bears post game show on WGN Radio for seven years with Dan Hampton and Ed Obradovich, and I know that when Matt Eberflus got hired, he reached out to Hampton, met the world to him. I've seen many comments. Uh, I was reading today an old piece where Gary Fenix talking about how they've never reached out to him. You've talked about the alumni part, and and you know, I just, what would you, what are you hoping to see here with Kevin, and and how do you think this will go as far as you know bringing back so many great guys who have a tremendous passion around the team that they played for.
4: Well, I think it's encouraging when, as Kevin's talking about his. Constituents, right? Folks that that care about the the organization. He talked about the McCaskeys. He talked about Halas. He talked about the fans. He talked about the players, and he threw alumni in there. And he said alumni several times as he was talking about that. This is a person that's been involved in the NFL for more than twenty years. He understands. He's been around the league. He sees what other teams have done. I'm sure he doesn't know exactly how the alumni relationships are with the Chicago Bears. But when he finds that out, he may he may see some improvements that, that may be needed. Now, as a former player, as an alum, there was a time where it, it was I, – I, I don't want to say it was uh, um, silenced, but the, the relationship wasn't good. And then probably maybe the last maybe 10, 12 years, it's increased, and and, and now they – embrace the players but there was a period where there they, they weren't and then i thought it was well man was it me because when i got cut i was pissed off and i made a couple bad comments was it me but but then i talked to other guys and folks didn't contact them either and so there is a change and i really think that brian mccaskey um who was in charge of alumni relations at the time he really went around the league. He went and talked to people. He really improved the uh, uh, alumni relations. And that's where that kind of movement started. And now, you know, we we receive pins. We receive an opportunity to, to get an alumni ring. Um, there's a banquets throughout the year. There's, there's golf outings that all the guys get invited to. You're getting appearances now. For a while there, guys weren't getting appearances. And so, you know, it makes somebody feel good, old, I mean, I'm 53 now, when they say, hey, Chris, can you come down and sign autographs for fans? I mean, that makes you feel good because you gave your, your blood, sweat, and tears for the organization, and they, they kind of still think about you. So that's really important for the guys that, that really kind of had a chance to come, but more importantly, for the current guys, they can see how the alumni are being treated and so when they know when their time is done, then they can look and say, oh, well, this is an organization that really respects their alumni.
0: That was Chris Zorich hanging out with Mark Carman yesterday for this show.
2: So nice, Zorich, yesterday.
0: My, uh, my favorite part of that whole interview was you congratulating him on going to law school. Well, Don't you think that's a big you deal? You went to law school. Congratulations on that, by the way. <laughs> Hooray!
1: <laughs> Accomplishment. Big
2: accomplishment. I mean, people who go to law school, you deserve props. That, okay. does, that does not seem like, let alone somebody who played in the National Football League. Do we need I more lawyers, Carm? was that? Do we need more lawyers? I don't know about that. It's <laughs> f- another fair Lawrence Benedetto raising the more moralistic compass line. Yeah, that's right.
0: By the way, apologies to all our friends on TikTok who were <laughs> during our interview yeah, <sighs> offended.
1: Yeah,
2: sorry, I, yeah, I sh- maybe
1: shouldn't have said what I said, but I said what I said and I said it.
2: Casey was I said walk- what I said. Casey was walking <laughs> around on our live TikTok. Hey, guys. Want- Let's uh, say hello to everybody on TikTok. I hate TikTok.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hate <No>. you. I'm <laughs> too old for TikTok. I can't help it. You're not too old for TikTok. Well. Don't, don't age. I think Lawrence <laughs> would do really well Carls on
0: TikTok. on TikTok. That means we're all
2: oh, no. young <laughs> enough to be on TikTok. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, good stuff with Chris Zorich. Yeah. Enjoy Thank it. you, Brags he i'm a, i'm a big chris fan i think we all are and hey he's continually optimistic on what kevin warren's going to do and i thought the at the very end the the alumni part i do think there is something to that where if you take good care of the people that go out and fight for your organization and and the people that are playing now see that there can be an appreciation. I mean is that is that
0: Yeah. I and that's why I liked I liked hearing Kevin Warren in our interview with him say that, you know, he really valued what the alumni had to say about the stadium when they built it in Minnesota.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you need a good you need a good facility and you got to take advantage of that facility, and that's why you need the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, by the way, who is committed. Wow, that's a segue. Do you like that? Uh, It's committed to helping families, businesses like the Chicago Bears in the communities where they serve, save money, and save energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help you find energy-saving opportunities, lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, industrial processes. you got to get after that, too. Here's what we do. You First of all, don't wait. You want to get started saving money today. Today. And energy, for that matter. Care about the world. Care about your wallet. Combination. Win-win. Energy saving tips. How to schedule it. This is all you do. ComEd.com slash PoweringBiz. Or send them an email. Here we go, team. Email them at business <coughs> at ComEd.com to request an assessment online or on their website at ComEd.com facility assessment phone number by the way for those who like to call people 855-433-2700 855-433-2700 when nicholas moriano was single and looking for dates you would call you wouldn't text right you were a calling guy
3: uh, that's. I wow. mean, I've always been like a texting guy. Always been a texting. Yeah, always guy. been a texting guy. Yeah. He's yeah. like Flat in the DM.
1: 20 years old. There's no. There's no. Time. They don't call there's anymore. There's
3: no phones with like the wraparound
1: cord on the wall. Nobody calls. No one calls. No one
2: calls. Hey, would you like to go I out? I call you. But in the dating world. Oh. Hey, would you like to go out? Hey, it was great to have. Us. It was cool to spend this time with you. It's all emojis. TikTok related. It's all
1: TikTok. <laughs>
0: See, Damn I gotta kids. say though, like, off my I was like the AOL Instant Messenger of, like, that's where you started talking to girls, and you you were going AOL. out that way.
2: Is that is that how it happened with Crystal? AOL.
0: Uh, what's actually, AOL? No, I'm just
3: <laughs> what's that AOL? That
0: was more of a person to person over time getting to know them. Yeah, meeting real meeting them, meeting her through v- mutual friends.
1: Hey, MySpace had a lot to do with my uh. Wife and I. MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we met in thing. real life, but then there was mm-hmm. a connection via MySpace. Yeah. Mine was basically alcohol in the University of Wisconsin,
0: <laughs> if we're going to be honest. <laughs> Good combo. Wait. And, and ah, Topper, and, ah. topper st- <laughs> and topper Sticks at like 4 a.m. So my crush. How your, every
1: great now, marriage starts. Now in I want Madison, Pokey Wisconsin. Sticks. Anyone want some Pokey Sticks? Anyone? Poke you guys know sticks. I, yeah. I,
2: f- I feel the need now to tell you that my crush in college that never worked out, uh, she was. She would work at the, it's like the coffee shop, and I would be, like, lurking outside the coffee shop on my bike, and she would come out and be like, uh, are you just hanging out waiting for me to walk outside and just? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. No, that's okay, Marco. It's okay. Let's, let's go sit down. No, that's, I wasn't doing it. No, no, let's go hang out. I would just, just lurk. I was a lurker. A lurker. <laughs> that sounds creepy. <laughs> Harm was a shove notes in the lockers guy. That, too. <laughs> the
0: old notes, notes thing back in... Yeah. Carm's
2: Notes. Carm's Notes, yeah. that's where it originated. Uh, oops, wrong locker, exactly. Yeah. Are we still in the middle of the commentary here? No, we did it. I think
3: uh, we finished the commentary. We finished the no, commentary. No, no, now we're transitioning because of all these great playoff games that are going to happen this weekend. we got to have DraftKings. And the, <laughs> NFL <play> a- <laughs> the NFL playoff action <laughs> continues. We are one step closer to Super Bowl 57 and for the NFL divisional round. Check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. I already said this earlier in the week. I do like the over 46 for that 49ers-Cowboys game. A lot of explosive players on in that matchup, so I like the over 46 there. And all you have to do to make sure you can just win those parlays, get that money, is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL Divisional Round and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
0: Yeah, DraftKings is the place to be this weekend as uh, we get excited about The divisional round of playoff games, and we thought we'd make some picks for you with these games coming up, and it's all going to start on Saturday afternoon, a 3.30 kickoff central time. Chiefs are an eight-and-a-half point favorite at home against the Jaguars, who just keep winning football games. They find a way, and it's not always pretty. Four interceptions in the first half last week mm-hmm. for Trevor Lawrence,
3: but then he turned it around. Um, there's something about this Jaguars team. The stat still continues. Trevor Lawrence has never lost a football game on a Saturday. That irrelevant stat. It's, it's true. <laughs> it's true.
0: Irrelevant stat. Came
3: back, what, 27 down against the Chargers on a Saturday night. See. Won that game. You both are picking... uh, I got the
0: Jags to cover. Mm -hmm. I I, I think the Chiefs win this game. I think there's a couple things here. Um, One, just the Chiefs... I feel like all season when they were big favorites at home, either they wouldn't cover or they would just barely cover, and Mm -hmm. they would make you sweat it out. So I don't feel like this is going to be a blowout. But Andy Reid, we know his record. I don't know off the top of my head, but we know he's always good out of a bye week. They do have a bye, so I find it hard to believe that there's going to be an upset here. But I am going with the uh, Jaguars to cover Chiefs to win.
2: I mean, it's hard to go against the red hot Jags with an eight and eight and a half point spread, and I'm also going against my the way I generally bet these games, which because uh, I just always believe that Vegas knows and we don't, and if you if you if you do your Google work. Who is, the, uh, who is the public betting on? In this particular game, more of the public has taking the Chiefs with the, with the points. But this is the one game this weekend that I'm actually betting with the public because I think Kansas City, I think, I think the Jaguars had their Super Bowl last week, and Kansas City is Kansas City. So I will, uh, I will take them to roll at Arrowhead. Plus, I have them in my Super Bowl, and I just didn't feel like I could sit there and say Chiefs to the Bowl, yet they're not going to cover against the Jaguars. That would feel incongruous.
3: Ooh, I like that. Um, It's a big word word to throw out right there. I just don't think Lawrence throws four (laughs) interceptions. I don't think you did. (laughs) Guys, I I don't think he throws four interceptions in the first half, and they go down by that much. And, you know, the Chiefs are 7-1 at home. But like you said, Adam, it's like they've they've won those games, but they haven't really covered the spread all too often. So, again, I, I like the Jags still losing this game. But covering that eight-and-a-half spread. I
2: nailed incongruous for the record. Not in harmony or keeping with the surroundings or other aspects of something. That
3: works. That's Iowa. That's the Iowa education right there. That's right. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. All right.
0: Giants and Eagles Saturday (laughs) night. Eagles are seven-and-a-half point home. Favorite? Similar situation here for the team coming. You know both teams that had a bye last year lost Mm. in this round? Just something to keep in mind. Um, Giants? If Daniel Jones keeps playing like this, they're
1: they're they're frisky.
2: Public loves the Giants in this game. No, I believe awesome. it's like
1: ninety percent of the money's on the Giants as of yesterday With, at least, which is insane to me. Wow. Yeah. Well,
2: and fifty-eight percent of the recovery. bets is what I'm looking at, which is still have, I think an incredibly strong percentage when we're talking about the number one seed. So I, you're you are getting. You are, you are, in my mind, betting against the public, which is the right way to be. Plus, you're getting the one seed. I will take the Eagles all day long in this one.
0: I don't like the hook over the seven.
2: Like, Never get caught up by a hook. You it, always get
0: caught up by a hook. Don't get, <laughs> I guarantee you this game is a seven-point game. Mark it right here. Uh, the, Eagles are go- the Eagles are going
2: <laughs> to rip the shit out of the Giants. That's my prediction. Wow.
0: That's what happened, though, when these teams played Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. I was watching on the plane coming home from Paris, and it was uh, a very boring football game because the Eagles were just killing them.
2: Giants ain't on that level, dog. Daniel Jones, you ain't on that level. You ain't doing this again, buddy.
3: Daniel Jones' legs can keep him in this game. I know they have a nasty pass rush in Philadelphia, but I like how they're playing. I like what Dable's doing with the offense, and I'm going to agree with uh, Adam here that they, again, lose. But they cover that seven and a half points, Dable spread. can
0: coach, man.
3: He's good.
2: So, yeah. am I? Are we, am I against you both in every game this week?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you got right You here. guys are gonna. You're against me in every game.
2: <laughs> I know. I that was fun.
0: Sunday. The early game. It's <laughs> kicking off at two. I think it's my favorite game in the weekend. It's a big game for me because I picked the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I have strong. I am gonna probably look like an idiot on this game because I feel so strongly about it. I really like the Bengals. I think they win straight up. Bengals at Bills. The Bills are now a five-point favorite. I'm surprised by this. They were a two-and-a-half-point favorite when they went to Cincinnati. Obviously, that game didn't get finished. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not a lot of that game got played. But I felt good about the Bengals in the part of that game that was getting played. I think that they've been a better team over the last couple months than the Bills. I like Joe Bur- how Joe Burrow's playing right now over Josh Allen, who's turned the ball over 30 times. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons why I like the Bengals to not only cover the five, but win this football game outright.
2: I mean, Buffalo looked like complete dog shit last week. Uh, so there's that. But again, you're, uh, you're, the public loves Cincinnati, loves the Bengals. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting what many people believe to be the best team in football. Less than a touchdown at home. Come on man. Josh Allen, don't do this. This is your time. You have you have you have you've dropped down to levels that are uncomfortable for us Josh Allen believers out here. You you you, you must come correct
3: against Joe Burrow at home. Look, at, is it crazy to say that the Bengals are in the playoffs because of a goal line stand that, you know, happened with a backup quarterback taking off from what, the 3 trying to stretch it out there and Oof. it was a big defensive play that changed the whole dynamic of that game, but the Ravens were in it. The I've, Ravens are good, though. They're good, But that was Tyler defense is, The defense is really it's, good. Come on. Next your guns, Huntley. you're
2: on to something here. Tyler yeah, Huntley, screaming. Tyler it. Huntley.
3: It's a
0: divisional matchup against a defense that knows them really well. If there was ever a team that was going to slow down the Bengals in the playoffs, it was the Ravens. It's not the Buffalo Bills. Well, this week in my pick, it's the Buffalo Bills <laughs> slowing down the
3: Bengals. And I'm, I'm agreeing with Carm here. Um, I think the – look, the Bengals played, like, like you said, Mark, like shit against – the Miami Dolphins with their third-string quarterback. I don't think that happens again. The Bills I know team. Josh Allen's been turning over the ball, but I'm going with the Bills here.
0: All right. Uh, Cowboys 49ers, the last game of the weekend. I love a Cowboys 49ers playoff game.
2: It's so this it's this iconic. Throwback. This is the 90s, baby. And the 70s. Sunday night. Love it. Uh, uh, me what, it what was this rival, rivalry like in the 70s? It's another old reference. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> Montana to Clark at about 5:42 f- on a Sunday afternoon uh, before 60 minutes. It could you summer all mad and Was that? It's it's w- not it let me just tell you something with all due respect to today and everything that's in and and all the coolness that Wait, t- wasn't that Vince Scully? Or am I making that up? Or was Scully like the radio call?
1: I you, it was 1000% certain that
2: I'm right but I'm I'm like a 999% uh, certain that man, the TV
1: Nick Missed Madden and Summerall. I mean that was they were iconic. It was I, I miss missed them so much. You do. Yes. Yes, okay. No, oh, 100%. No, I mean he just physically missed them like never Oh, no, yeah, he that. never got <laughs> to. Yeah,
0: I just missed them. Um yes,
2: I miss them.
0: And and I love Frank Caliendo's uh impressions of the
2: Do you are you old enough to remember the Alcoa fantastic finish yes I know you are oh
1: my god I love the Alcoa so Alcoa
2: can't wait in the in the fourth quarter they would come in with the commercial Alcoa fantastic finishes and they'd show some amazing finish you 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 were glued to the screen and then Lawrence do the jingle again because Alcoa can't wait Alcoa can't wait (laughs) the Alcoa Fantastic finish for those of us 42 plus. Uh,
1: my guy Burge 7F91 says it was Vin Scully and Hank Stram for TV and then radio was
2: Jack Buck and Pat Summerall. Well, I just remember every game apparently a Summerall and Madden because it should have been Summerall and Madden. Really? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch that no, one. No, I, cool. I
1: thought it was because when Vin passed away, uh, I thought I remember just all the things he did and that was one when yeah. I was okay. like, oh man.
2: Very cool.
0: Um, as for this game, I'm taking the 49ers to cover the three and the half. I think that their defense is just so good. I mean, I don't know that I'm all in on Brock Purdy, but I'm enough in on Brock Purdy that he's going to keep this machine rolling. And more so than anything else, you cannot get me to trust a team that just missed four straight extra points. They just signed a kicker. When this game is going to be a lot closer,
1: Christian Viscaino. Viscaino. Okay, I'll take Robbie Gold every day, please. Yes. University of Washington, never heard of him. Tristan, Tristan, I thought it was Christian. He was once Tristan? traded
2: for Anthony Young. Jose Yeah, Biscayne, I, I, Young. I, uh, I was going to go with you Luis Viscaino, but yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah. Jose Viscaino's their kicker?
2: No, Jose Vizcaino was his Cubs shortstop who was traded for Anthony Young. Who hey, Vizcaino? You know. Anthony Young was the the the, the Cubs. Of Here's all teams a guy traded for Anthony who Young who grew up in the Dominican Republic where it was sunny 360 days of the year. Anthony Young was 0 and 100, and the Cubs traded for him. And I remember Steve Stone being on there like, "Well, you wonder why the guy's 0 100. Well, now you see it: ground ball back to the pitcher, and he throws it into right field." That's what we did. Viscano for Anthony Young. Viscano was a good player. Anthony Young was not. Anytime you feel talk about the 49ers, Cowboys. Dallas, okay, let me tell you this. <laughs> Dallas looked fantastic. Against the Bucks, Fantastic. Dak looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are on a mission. There's a reason why me and Greg Braggs have them in the Super Bowl, and that reason is included in the reason why they're going to come into San Francisco and beat Brock Purdy and break, beat the Niners and even out physical the San Francisco 49ers. Let's go, Dallas. I don't feel confident, but I'm going to start talking very confidently right now that you're going to do this one because I have you as the sexy pick to the Super Bowl. Let's go, boys.
3: I can't. Say anything better than that, Mark? Uh, I also have the Cowboys. I like when Micah Parsons that defensive. What they did to the Bucks again? They they were playing pretty ball. Bucks all are season. trash. Yeah, the Bucks are trash. <laughs> but uh, I think Brock Purdy's had a pretty what smooth sailing since he's been starting. Eat him, Micah. And I think this is going to be a challenge for him. He's going to face a really good defense. I'm taking the Cowboys.
0: I just cannot wait till Monday when I get to come in here and laugh at you guys for trusting Mike McCarthy and a bad kicker. Just the, not the, a lot of logic to come down there. To the kicker.
1: Or will we come in laughing at you and Brock frickin' Purdy? True, true. The, the true, man who true. just bought in all the Niners hype.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. I'm buying in everything but Brock Purdy. But I think Brock Purdy can do enough to steer the ship. We've seen enough evidence here. Jimmy Garoppolo did it long enough.
2: I don't feel the comfortable. The Niners look real good. They do. The Niners are playing great <laughs> <laughs> football. <laughs> the, Niners look good. Were, the Niners were fantastic last week. But, hey, I'm I'm, I'm pot committed on Dallas.
0: Yeah. And, uh, Braggs, I saw your stats on um, on Josh Allen in there. You neglected to put in anything about turnovers. I just found that was really weird. <laughs> they don't exist. How many straight games with three turnovers? Have they won? Um, I don't know. But they played the Bears that one time. And then they like barely beat the Dolphins, who look terrible at the end of the season. The Bills don't look
2: good. The Bills have been playing terrible.
1: They don't look out. that good. It,
2: flip the switch, Buffalo. They're Let's go. You are not losing to the Bengals at home.
0: Nope. Yeah. Uh, I agree with everyone else in the chat, by the way. That was a really good Harry Carey impression. Hi. Hey!
2: <laughs>
1: Technically it's it's actually that was my John Campanera doing Harry Carey. Do you remember Campanera? Uh, of course. Yeah. 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 It was him, then it was Will Farrell. Yeah. My impressions are just Impressions of people doing impressions, but well, thank that's you how Bryman. you get the good impressions, right? Uh, we do have a couple super chats I'd like to get to. All right, this was from a while ago from Chris, uh, who says he says Jalen Carter's stock is rising, Will Anderson's is falling. Arizona will probably pick Carter at three, and if we trade with the Colts, we will get Anderson at four. That's my take.
2: Not a bad take, Chris. You could very well be right, which is why we're going to trade down to two with with Houston. And then we're going to make a huge deal. And then we're going to take one of the. I'm
0: just th- confused how stock is already falling and rising. When yeah, the combine all hasn't happened. All the tape happened. is yeah. in. Yeah. They're not in any all-star games right now. The combine's
2: still a month and a half away. Are you questioning Peguro? Who just super chatted us? No, I like his tape. Hey, it's Peguero. I'm sorry. Uh, Peguero. Huh?
0: I just, I'm confused at whose stock is falling and why.
2: Depends on who you talk to Depends and who on you, the you read. has got context. He's got stock, stock Up, Stock Down. Appreciate it, Chris. Might as well book him for the show. New, new uh-huh. segment,
0: I think. Stock we, Up, Stock we, Down. We might no. have to do this. Yeah. All, All right. Um, then we got this last super chat. From it's from
1: uh, some guy named uh, Braggs in the stands. Uh, uh. Look at that logo. And he says, cheers to Goose Island. Honk, honk.
0: <laughs> cheers, Braggs. Cheers to cheers. Goose.
2: Awesome first show with Goose on board. Braggs, we miss you. It's a super nice thing to give a super chat to our new partner, our new teammate. We love you, Goose. Drink Goose. Have fun, everybody.
0: Um, Yeah, I meant to mention the no plans. The beer no plans is excellent. Had it last weekend for the first time. Very good. Very good beer. I'm excited to have Goose on board. I don't know if you can tell. I, I'll be uh, hanging out this weekend, watching football, drinking Goose. Laughing
2: Uh, at the Cowboys. I've got an incredible weekend plan. I'm hoping that Northwestern can get through their COVID. I'll be at Cats-Badgers on Saturday. And then I've got Sunday morning tennis into football. You cannot beat that for a weekend. That is a weekend plan. is that game happening? I don't know. I know that the Northwestern-Iowa game has been rescheduled for a Tuesday night. So if you'd like to drive out there with me, let's go. I couldn't
0: think of anything less I'd rather do.
2: (laughs) Really? Nothing? Drive to Iowa City? Oh, it's so good. Stop ah, at Mickey's. Oh, river oh, yeah. running through it. Where are you going, Mickey's? I would, that's not even close to No Vine? Vine with some wings. wings. The, 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 I would,
3: they're closing down I'm, Hamburg Inn. No, oh, because, they're not. Yes. Oh, I, I was, did say that, le, yeah. I know that. That cannot a, be true. Yeah, ham- or the, the second one. Uh, the let's get Chris's on, last Lundstreet. name right. He threw it in our
1: super chat. It's Peg Arrow. Peg Arrow. Peg Arrow.
2: Peg Arrow. Peguero. Thank you, Chris. Thank you did not Chris. have to pay for that, but yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, that's depressing as all hell that the Hamburgans closing. All
0: right. Well, sad. I'm out of here. These guys are going to stay here and talk about random places in Iowa City. Um, but uh, otherwise, it's the Will and Nick extravaganza tomorrow at noon. Check them out. Um, I'm
2: hanging around for the 3 o'clock show today. Oh, no. I get to another hour of you? Great. Yes. <laughs> Exciting. Yes.
0: And we got the Bulls in Paris. So make sure you're following all of their coverage. Um, as that's all happening today. It's right here at CHGO. Talk to you later.